Hello and welcome to the Dirt Debates in association with Gifts to You. I'm Laura, editor of Grow Your Own magazine, and in this episode we will be discussing whether we tend to save seeds or buy seeds as a first port of call. To chat this interesting topic through, my brilliant co-host for the series, Ellen Mary, is back. Hello. Hello, Ellen. Hi there. This is a good one. I'm really looking forward to this. I love talking about yes. seeds. Yes, uh, it is a popular topic among gardeners, isn't it? And I know that we've fairly sat on the fence between uh, <laughs> on all of these debates so far, but I can imagine that this will be another one because there's definite benefits to buying seeds and saving seeds really isn't there there really is and at the end of the day it all starts with a seed doesn't it Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many years you garden for I don't think it ever escapes you how magical it is a tiny tiny seed grows into something so incredible like a pumpkin or you know a beautiful tree or how does that isn't nature just completely wonderful and I just always when I've got seeds in my hands I always kind of look at the seed and feel them in the palm of my hand and some of them have a fragrance as well things like coriander fenugreek you know plenty of the herbal herb seeds they have amazing um scents so I'm smelling them as well I love seeds so I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I'm <laughs> I, when you said we we kind of sit on the fence a lot. We do, don't we? But I think that's what we're here to do is to put the case forward for for both. And also, I think there's there's a lot of positives to most things in gardening. Sometimes it's not that one is better than the other. It might just be because of my circumstance. This is what I do, or because of what I was taught by family. This is what I do, or I think it's really interesting to hear everybody's everybody's points. Me too. I really do. I'm really enjoying it. And also, hopefully, each of the debates, you know, helps people to reassess what they're doing. Maybe they think, oh, I'll give that a go or I'll try that or I haven't really thought about that before. And so, you know, it's, it's really good. And I hope that's what we can do while we're chatting about seeds today. Um, I know yeah. it's kind of, you know, saving seeds or buying seeds. And I always say about everything in life, it's about having a balance. Yes, that's and that's true. how I see this to be with the seeds, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, generally, you might have to buy seeds in order to then eventually save the seeds, yeah. you know, because you might have to grow plants that you haven't grown before yeah. um, and that you can't swap out with friends or family. And so you might buy the seeds anyway. But this, this is a big debate because there's actually loads of benefits to both isn't yeah. there yeah um so do you save many of your own seeds in your garden I love saving seeds I absolutely love it it's you know watching a plant grow from a seed nurturing it through all of the processes you know watering it talking to it if you like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching it bloom and then eventually perhaps a fruit or a vegetable or whatever you know you're growing and then letting it go to seed and eventually collecting those seeds and storing them for sowing again. That is the full process of life, isn't it, of gardening? It really is. I love doing it. Yes, I do collect lots of my seeds. Um, I'll tell you something, though, interestingly, and it might be my storage methods. Mm. I do find that my germination rates from Uh, saving my own seeds can be a lot lower than if I bought seeds Mm. that's 
something I've definitely noticed. So I sow a lot more of the seeds I've collected um, than anything that I've bought before. But there is something definitely to uh, remember, and that's not all seeds, uh, not all seeds or plants can be saved. So hybrids, for example, Mm -hmm. um, they won't grow true to type if you collect the seed and sow them again the next year. And I think that's something that's really important, especially for beginner gardeners who may not know the difference that, um, you know, seeds are either open pollinated or hybrids and hybrids don't generally grow true to type if you save them and try to sow again. So, uh, and that's of course, if they even germinate (laughs) at all. So yeah. Uh, but I do think seed sowing, uh, seed saving is really, really important. You know, seeds, it, that actually can help with food security. It can help with community because you can share seeds and you can mm-hmm. swap seeds. You can take them to community seed swaps. You can try different kinds of seeds that perhaps you can't even buy online. Yeah. Um, and just that whole process of being completely immersed in the garden and, you know, people and friends and knowing that you've grown something from seed and you're going to start the whole process all over again that you've done yourself it's so satisfying and I love that and I really think it links again back into what you were saying about seeds in general that when you look at a seed it's amazing to think that it can feed you I think particularly when you save seeds as well the fact that you know that you're squirreling away things that are going to feed you the majority of your vegetables for next year is actually really incredible it is, isn't it it is so incredible it, it I think it gives you a warm fuzzy feeling if I'm honest and, <laughs> yeah. and and also actually during the pandemic of course so many more people got involved in gardening and many many couldn't get hold of the seeds that they wanted to grow because they'd already sold out and I think that's a really good reminder that we're very reliant you know on seeds that we buy yeah and um, but sometimes they might not have what you need for whatever you know whatever reason that may be so collecting some of your own seeds is a is a a good way of kind of you know securing what it is that you want to grow the following year in case you can't get hold of them yeah that's a great point and as well obviously the fact that plants that you grow from seed you've saved should already be better adapted to your growing conditions in your local area and I always think that's a really interesting clever one of one of nature's many many clever things because that's it makes so much sense when you think about it but you'd never think about it no no exactly that you wouldn't would you but those seeds that you collect are from plants that have grown you know in your soil in in your environment they're the best ones to grow again you know and perhaps you won't know when you buy other seeds if that's you know, going to be the case for you. So there's very many reasons why saving seeds is good. Mm, yeah. I would say the one thing that, um, because obviously it's always advisable to save seeds um, from the best example of what you're growing. So the the best beans so that you're passing on those good plant genes. Yeah. But sometimes when you're picking your crops, you think, I mean, obviously we all love wonky veg, yeah. you know, part of why you grow your own you don't don't need or want things to look like they do in the supermarket but sometimes if you have an absolutely perfect tomato or bean (laughs) or pepper you think oh it's a shame that I can't eat this one (laughs) 
<laughs> but you'll be able to eat so many more if you save the seeds in future years but yeah I totally agree yeah. it can be really hard sometimes to do that you've got the most perfect tomato <laughs> you're like oh I really want to eat it <laughs> yeah I would say as well there's something about um I know actually before we started recording we were talking about how we both love all of the seasons but I certainly know um for some people the autumn winter seasons can symbolize a kind of less happy time of year when there's less growth and less warmth and sunshine and things and I think there's something about again harvesting and putting away something for next year that adds to the feeling of hopefulness if that makes sense yeah I completely agree with that and actually if you allow some of your plants to go to seed you're even extending your gardening season as such because Mm. you're watching them go to seed and in fact some of those seeds will feed wildlife which is really important too and provide homes to insects And you can get out into the garden to collect the seeds a little bit later in the year where if you'd cleared everything away, perhaps, you know, that that time would have already gone. You know, you can provide lovely structure and color and texture in the garden by allowing plants to grow longer. And then you're collecting the seeds and taking them home and labeling up your um you know, your envelopes of seeds, you know, and storing them away and you're still connecting with nature even when it's rainy and cold outside and you know, you know, that you you can start planning for the year ahead. So, yeah, I think that's a really valid point. It's definitely giving you hope for the following year. And don't forget also that if you do leave some plants to go to seed and you don't collect them, you just let them self-seed, that can be really good fun as well. Mm. You know, like calendula, for example, grows everywhere on my allotment and I love it it's so bright it's so um colorful and beautiful and it's medicinal and it's useful it's productive the bees and butterflies love it if you just let some of those calendula go to seed and let nature do what it wants to do you'll find that they'll pop up the following year as well as with many many plants so not just collecting them and storing them but also just allowing some you know to blow in the wind and grow where they want to grow oh I do love a surprise plant I do love a surprise plant. I had, um, I think it was last year, and this must have been from, I think we'd done an allotment photo shoot for the magazine and brought some of the stuff home, some of the kit home, and obviously didn't think about it. And then noticed that something that looked suspiciously like a kohlrabi (laughs) was growing in my garden when I hadn't sowed kohlrabi. And I thought, oh, it must be, I must be wrong. It must just be something else because you can't get a rogue kohlrabi growing in your garden and then um, left it and left it and left it and sure enough it was a beautiful purple kohlrabi and I still I mean it must have been from the allotment shoot a seed must have come back on something yeah me or a yeah. bag of compost or something but um yeah, that was a lovely surprise. Isn't nature <laughs> yeah. wonderful? Isn't nature wonderful? I love things like that. I love it when something pops up here and there and it surprises you and like, wow, check that out. That's amazing. And I would also say it should take the pressure off of, especially new gardeners or gardeners who are particularly hard on themselves because we mm-hmm. can absolutely agonize over giving plants the perfect environment yes. and encouraging them and nurturing them. 
But actually, sometimes just an accidental seed gets somewhere and you have a really healthy, successful plant. So don't stress about it because seeds want to turn into plants, don't they? I quite agree. They want to grow. That's what they've evolved to do. They want to keep on evolving. They want to grow. So yeah, let it sometimes just let it be and enjoy nature as it is. So yeah, seeds are absolutely fabulous. I do think now we should say a word for buying seeds and I would like to put forward that one of the really lovely points in the season is when the seed catalogues plop through the door (laughs) you can sit down cup of tea in hand (laughs) and plan your garden for the next year and invariably get completely carried away like yeah. you own several acres rather than <laughs> <the> garden allotment <laughs> every year this is the best I absolutely love it when the sea catalogs start turning up they hit the doormat I can always tell when they've hit the doormat because they're a bit heavier than the normal post that comes <laughs> and I'm like oh that's a catalog that's a brochure oh great and then I'll open them up and I just get so excited for the following year um it's one of those amazing activities you can do over the winter months you know where you're indoors and it's a bit darker outside you can put your feet up and start planning I often write a whole list of all the things I want to grow and then I have a moment of reality and I'm like yeah I don't have two acres so I'll (laughs) just cross off like 50% of those Um, and as usual I will always pick more than I actually really need of course and then I go through the catalogs and then you see things that you've never grown before so you add that to the list and before you know it your list is two acres worth of growing anyway (laughs) um I find it really exciting and you know it's a great way of seeing new varieties new things that you want to grow that you've never grown before or Mm. just a reminder that you've seen something somewhere and you want to give that a go I love all the different colors and you know of the flowers and of the vegetables and just I think it just gives you so much excitement so I definitely wouldn't be without my seed catalogs each year or buying seeds either Mm. that's for sure yeah I think as well it's um I know that some people obviously like to grow traditionally what they grow each year and have I mean I'm sure everybody has favorite varieties and things that you wouldn't be without but I love when you open a seed catalog and you see something that's completely different to anything that you've grown before and you just think oh that's going to be I think every year everyone should have a couple of experimental crops just because it keep I mean I know gardening in itself keeps everything fresh because different things are successful in different years but I think adding something new into the mix is just so exciting, isn't it? And it brings back that really almost sort of the way that you felt when you did an experiment at school or something. (laughs) I agree. Just really exciting. I totally agree with that. It gives you the opportunity to see something new and try something completely different. So I have, and that's how my cucamelon uh, growing started. I would say the first time I grew cucumelons I was in my old house maybe six years ago maybe longer I'm not sure somewhere around about then and I thought wow these look really cool I'll give these a go and I grew them and the vines are crazy and tangly and messy and there's lots of these cucumelons that taste okay but to me they're just okay Um, and every year I say I'm not going to grow them but then I grow them and next year I'm not growing them okay 
But then the seed catalogue will come <laughs> along and there'll be cucumbers and be like, oh, well, I'll just give them one more chance. Yeah. But there's been things like that where, you know, it's a crop that I would never have grown before because I certainly wouldn't have collected seeds or anything and I would give it a go. And another one, um, and I actually don't know what the pronunciation is. I've heard it being said a few a few different ways. Um, a chucha, a cocha. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, a few different ways I've heard it um, being pronounced, but I started growing that a few years ago and I absolutely love the vine. The vine is stunning. It's only an annual, so it's very vigorous, but actually it, you you get loads of crops off it. And then, of course, you just pull it up, just like runner beans, um, and compost it. So even though it is vigorous, it, it really won't take over. Um, and that's I would never have grown that had I not received a catalogue and been browsing, you know, one afternoon one cold afternoon yeah um, and tried it out and now it's one of my favorite crops to grow so yeah you know there's a that that's one of the fun parts about you know being able to see the seed catalogs or even shop in the garden centers and nurseries and see what they've got that you've not grown before absolutely yeah um the thing you were saying about cucumelons I've had the exact same thing whereas there were a few years there where I was growing them every year and I don't know if it's just something that's charming about the fact they look like tiny melons, but <laughs> every year you just think like, I, I didn't mind them. I thought they were okay in salads and I was really um, pulled in by the marketing angle of, oh, they're a really nice little beer snack or yeah. whatever. So grew them, thought they were fine. Grew them again, thought, oh, I don't know. You know, I ha- as I as I said, I haven't got loads and loads of space here. So although they can climb up something, I don't really want them to take the space that something else can take. But then exactly as you say, when the seed catalogues come or when I'm going through my seed tins or anything, it's always like, oh, but they were quite fun, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's so weird. Like I'm, I'm not even a big fan, but then when the season's gone and they've left the greenhouse and then the next year comes around, I'm like, oh, I, well, actually, were they that, were they that bad? I kind of like them. They're really, odd. <laughs> it's, that's a really odd crop. I just, I don't really know what to say. I popped some in ice cubes this year. And if anyone comes over and maybe have a gin and tonic, I'll pop a couple in there and a couple in salads. I I don't know. I don't know. I know. Some people love cucumelons. I would also say um, they were quite a big hit with one of my friends came over with her two young children and looking through the vines for the cucumelons that were ready to pick was quite a big hit with the yeah. children. Actually, I can see that. They're pretty easy to grow and you get a lot, you know, of them usually. And so, yeah, and they can just you know pick them and eat them there and then and they're kind of fun and the name is fun so yeah I think probably a lovely crop for kids to grow but I'm going to give it a miss next year remind me next year will you please (laughs) we'll speak to you again and be like have you sowed the cookies (laughs) um so looking at the responses that we've had online I think a lot of people are thinking similarly to us that um both are good we've had um we've had a few people who have said they do both and they love both I agree I do I Um, do both in all honesty I I love to say them but I do I do both and and it's probably about 60 40 perhaps 60 percent new actually and 40 percent uh saved each year I would say that's probably about right but they're they're you know I think both is 
is a good balance. Yeah. Um, and then we've had a message from Gplan100 who has said, I want to learn how to save my own, but I rarely buy. I use the freebies I get with Grow Your Own magazine. So that's great. That's nice to hear. Yes. We like that people are I use those the most too. of their seeds. I use those too, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. And actually, there's so many sometimes I share them with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that is the another lovely thing with seeds and growing either in the family on the allotment plot whatever is the sharing seeds element definitely going to seed swaps is great and actually if you don't have a seed swap in your community it's a really good way of you know getting freebies um, and not wasting any seeds you know seeds aren't just there to be thrown away are they and not used you know they are they, they're there to provide plants and, and food for people. So organizing seed swaps in your area is a really good idea as well. And you can try new varieties, meet new people. It's a great idea to do it if you have like an allotment community as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. that actually really links into one of the um, one of the comments that was emailed across to us that said, I don't do either. We garden on a really community spirited allotment plot where swapping and sharing is really common. So I don't think I've bought seeds for a couple of years. I swap and barter them. That's amazing. I love that. To be able to grow and without having to buy any seeds or even save any, just swapping and bartering and doing that whole community thing, that's growing. That's that's real. That's that's great to hear I'd love to be able to do more of that on our plot definitely it is lovely yeah. isn't it um we also had a message from Alan Pearson who said it's not an either or question I save chili seeds but due to cross fertilization I also buy new yeah I think that's very true I think sometimes when you do save seeds you don't always end up getting what you think you're gonna get <laughs> you know for many different reasons but also you could cross-pollinate your own you could even come up with something completely new yourself by cross-pollinating couldn't you you know yeah so. I think that's actually a really a really exciting thing and a really good point that if you're not wedded to the idea of getting exactly what you got from your plants last time you might as well have a go because yeah, I agree. you don't know you don't know what you're going to get I quite agree. I think that's really exciting and quite good fun, don't you? Yeah. To be able to do that, you know, and come up with something new. And we were saying that sometimes, you know, it's lovely when you get a surprise self-seeder, but when you cross-pollinate, you could even end up with a an amazing surprise that you've helped yourself along. So yeah, I, I think all all good fun. Um, and then we were we were sent another message that says, I love buying new seeds because it gives you a chance to try out new and interesting varieties you might not have heard of before. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely one of the yeah. benefits. So the results for this one, it's still a fairly big gap, but a little bit closer than the last episode. Saving seeds have got 30.3% and buying seeds has got 69.7%. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I think... Um, yeah, I think again in the comments it was fairly even, but I suppose for a lot of people, um, I guess particularly if you've got a big allotment plot, the practicalities of saving seeds for every single thing that you're going to grow isn't isn't always going to be possible. So yeah, I think it's something that um, everyone should 
definitely try. I think it is really satisfying. I think it is really good, as we, as I said earlier on, for like food security and and not seeing seeds as just this kind of disposable item. You can buy the packets and throw them away or not use them all. You know, they are there for you to to grow. So I think getting into the practice of saving seed is is extremely beneficial. But that certainly doesn't mean don't go and buy any, you know, at all either I think having that balance and in fact interestingly those that percentage is very similar to what I said I do with my seed saving and and buying so I about 60 40 so that I'm not that's not very far off you know in regards to what I do on my own plot yeah I think that's probably um probably a fair split for everybody and I also think um coming back to the saving of seeds as well having a little bit of your garden heritage is quite nice isn't it yeah, it is. Yeah, you're saving something you've grown from your garden. I love that. A little bit of your garden heritage and the seeds that you saved. I have to just say, please don't forget to label them. I do that frequently and label them correctly if you do save yeah. your seeds. Because I have actually sown things that have turned out not to be what I thought they were at all. <laughs> uh, because obviously I just didn't yeah. label the packet. <laughs> yeah. Well, wouldn't you also say when labeling the packets, it's very much like when you were at school and you'd have a new notebook and then on the first page, <laughs> would be like your neatest ever handwriting and <laughs> yes. then I think the seed packets are like that right I'm gonna write really neatly and it's gonna look beautiful <laughs> to be honest that's com- that is completely true like I have a whole shelf full of seeds in envelopes and I do exactly the same start off really nice oh I'm gonna make this look really pretty and then like 30 down is just a scribble <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're like, it's practical. It doesn't need to look... Exactly. What was I thinking? (laughs) Uh, Well, I think what we can say we've learned from this debate and something that I don't think will be a surprise to either of us, that all gardeners love new season seeds, whether they're saved or bought or swapped. Um, So it's been really great to hear what everyone thinks and how much seeds excite everybody, really. Yeah, they're little miracles. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back again next week to get to the bottom of another hot garden topic but thanks again for joining me Ellen and to everyone listening at home or on the plot until next time happy growing The Dirt Debates is brought to you in association with Gifts to You the home of the UK's best specialist magazines Discover a huge range of magazine subscription and single issue favourites for every hobby and interest, from knitting, sewing and paper craft, to health, well-being, food and, of course, gardening, and everything in between. With free delivery straight to your door included with every purchase, Gifts to You is your one-stop shop for unbeatable value. Visit giftstoyou.com to find out more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free to make sure you never miss an episode. We'd love it if you'd rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to spread the word at your allotment site, community garden or even just over the garden fence. Plus, as a special treat, we've got an exclusive Grow Your Own magazine offer just for the dirt listeners. Head to growfruitandveg.co.uk forward slash pod G, that's P-O-D-G, or call 0800 904 7000 and quote pod G to receive three issues of Grow Your Own straight to your door for just £6. That's a saving of 11 or 67% off the cover price. 
Every issue is packed with gardening advice, expert tips and tricks, and jobs to tick off your list. And each magazine comes with some great free gifts too. Check out the episode notes for details and terms.